I missed the button, man. There we, there we go. I hit the right button. I hit the right button. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? How you doing? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I want to say welcome to the Black Financial Channel. Uh, this is a, a great uh, opportunity for us to talk about black wealth and the different ways that folks are making money <clears throat> and getting things done. And uh, today, you know, I got to bring in my main man, uh, Mr. Courtney Logan, who is uh, the, just the Forex guy, the, the, the uh, king of Forex. Maybe that's what we, we got to get, get that coronation going. Uh, <laughs> so uh, before I begin, I want to ask my brother, how you doing today, man? I'm, I'm blessed, man. I'm very excited to be here this evening, and um, I'm excited to share tonight. Uh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well, very well. Now, now let, let me ask you, the first thing I want to ask about is, in your backdrop, you, you know, I, I typically see computers and, you know, and, and simulations and artificial intelligence and Android. Uh -huh. But now I just see a standard design. What, what, what happened with that? <laughs> so um, so what happened was I actually um, um, last time we interviewed, I was at home and I have a ticker um, in my backdrop. Everybody can go and check out the last interview that we did. It's almost been about, a, about 10 months ago since we since we did that. Um, so what I did was I actually um, built me an office. Um, so I actually I'm, I'm in my actual physical training center um, here here in Fairview Heights, Illinois, right outside of St. Louis. And um, so I'm sitting in my little command center, but it's a it's a bigger space. I got you know, seating stage, video wall, those types of things. So um, I built me a home outside of home. I guess my wife, my wife probably got tired of tired of me, tired of <laughs> screaming at students through the camera. Now, let, me, well, let, well, let me ask you this, man. So in terms of that office, just uh, starting there. Did you get build your office like in your house or near your house? Or is it like just like a like where you got to drive to it? Or how's that set up? Oh, yeah, I got to drive to it. Uh, it's a little junky. I'll, I'll, I'll do a quick pan real quick if that's cool. Um, yeah. So let me let me go. Let me go this way real quick. I just had people in town. So, oh, man, is, look at that. This is uh, that. that's, that's beautiful right there. Tables over there. And um, if it go far enough, I'll show you. Yeah, they're, they're going to stage in a kind of just the video wall that I got set up. So um, this is this is our training center where we have students. Um, I'm basically flying to town and we we kind of teach and train them to do what we do. Um so and and looking forward to having you one day come come stand on the stage as well. Brother, I, I will be absolutely honored. And uh I know that um my wife and I were talking about getting on the road and driving down uh to St. Louis to see you, you know, yep. uh meet in person. And I and that and that will happen. I give you my word on that. Absolutely and within the next calendar year. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and say it publicly. All right, now you said it now. I'm 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 marking it down, I'm counting as done. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can stand on that. You know, All put, right. Put a dollar on it. Yeah. So let me ask you this, man. Um. Uh. So so I, I want everybody to know. First of all, uh, Courtney Logan is um. He's uh, an extraordinary forex trader, and uh, and he's been a great partner with the Black Business School. But also, um, you happen to be for those who don't know, you were a debate champion. Did you say uh, national debate champion? Yeah, I, I, I'm a four-time national speech and debate champion. Um, and I won a national championship in law school. Um, and what's called moot court, um, mm -hmm. which is basically appellate advocacy. So I won, uh, we were in a, um, the black um, law student uh, moot court event. Um, and, and we actually won that title, me and my partner, when I was a um, second year law student, she was a third year law student. Wow. Okay. Now, what, where'd you go to law school? I went to St. Louis University School of Law. Very nice. Yeah. So did you have a plan at that time to actually practice law or? Absolutely not, man. I went into undergrad. I went to undergrad as a computer science major. Like I'm so out of, I'm so out of what I thought I would be. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so okay, so hold on. So let, let let let's let's go through. 
Let's go through a show called The Life of Courtney Logan. Oh, Lord. You really want to be that so, right? So you go to undergrad. Yeah. What did you do undergrad? I went to McKendree, which is a um, liberal arts private school here in Illinois. Um, it's actually the first college in the state. It was the first okay. college in, um, in the state of Illinois. So um, I went there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm from East St. Louis, born and raised. Um, and the most successful people in my family uh, was my brother, well, to me, well, as far as education, my brother and my cousins, and they both were computer scientists. So I kind of modeled, you know, I was kind of modeling, okay, look, I want to get out the hood. I want to go, uh, I want to be successful too. And that's what they did. You know, they, they, they did computers. So I was like, okay, well, I guess that's the thing that I need to do. I'm going to do computers. And uh, I fell in love with it in high school. But when I got to college, man, I just hated programming. You know, they mm. wanted me to do C++ and JavaScript. And I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do none of that. So um, I took a speech communication, cl- actually an argumentative communication class. And I just fell in love with the idea of being able to argue, um, you know, and, and more importantly, figuring out how to argue uh, effectively. You know, a lot of a lot of us, we we, we struggle in that area. Um, a lot of men just just really articulating how they feel what they think. Um, and, and I'll tell you, man, my speech and debate coach, his name is Joe Blasdell plug. Um, he, they, they literally changed my life. Um, because, um, I went from playing football every weekend cause I was, I was on a football scholarship. Um, they let me keep my football scholarship because I want to be on the debate team. I don't want to use my brains and not my brawn. Um, so I convinced the school to let me keep my football scholarship because without it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to stay, stay at the school. It just is what it is. Um, and I said, but I do want to do all these other things um, that will be good for the school as well and myself. So I did debate. I was a student ambassador. I did model United Nations. Um, so I, I switched from using my strength to using my mental capacity to its fullest, um, to its fullest capacity. Um, and I was just very, very successful. And I figured out that that was my thing. Like, you know, debating current topics and issues, um, you know, understanding what's going on in the world. You know, th- that that was that, that was it for me. And I, and I had a great time um, doing so. And and from there, the natural progression is law school. Like either you're going into politics, you know, or you're going you're going to law school. And McKendree has a feeder system to to slew law. Um, we, we had a track worker with the school already as far as people graduating from McKendree going off to law school. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, I kind of followed the path of those that came before me, um, in that regard. And, and, um, before I look up, I was a lawyer. <laughs> wow, man. <clears throat> well, you know, I, I think that's a great story, you know, um, you know, cause it's, it's interesting. It's like in life, you know, we all have our origin story. And a lot of times when you start off, you, you think, you know, where you're going to end up and, and then life just surprises you. You know, God, the universe, whatever we refer to, it, it just throws these interesting curveballs. But what I see is that, um, you know, even though you started with computer science and you ended up in speech and debate and law, and then now, you know, you, you do the forex oh, right? as well. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, to me, it, it fits uh, a certain mindset, right? A logical mind, you know, two plus two is four. Right. You know what I mean? Like that kind of mindset. So I could have seen you either you maybe possibly becoming like a, a great chess player. I, uh, I play chess. Or, chess. You, you said you're good at chess. I play chess. Yeah. Yeah. See. I'm see. Or yeah. You, you ever happen to play poker? I do play poker. There you go. Texas Hold'em. It's, it's a very logical. I, I love. I love Texas Hold'em because yeah. I love. I love logic. I love strategy. I love psychology. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know there's correl there's correlations between you know that that skill set. I'm talking about poker. 
um, and, and, and actual trading. A lot, a lot of people don't understand, you know, mm-hmm. um, we're, we're talking about odds and probabilities and statistics, really. And, and a lot of people, they can't get – the reason there's, there's a professional poker player and an amateur poker player is the same reason there's a, a professional trader and an amateur trader, right? Like mm. the difference is one has strategy, one has system, um, and one has a methodology that they stick to every single time um, without fail, regardless of how the outcomes are, right, because they're focused on following their process. Mm. And the other one is just emotional, right, or they will follow a process – up into a certain point and then stop they'll stop mm. the plan because they the outcomes the outcomes at that moment right don't look like the plan will work but the professional understands that if i just follow the plan yep. the numbers will work out because if i follow the plan it will work and it has worked and it will continue to work because they'll build that consistency there's no difference from trading um mm. and, and um mm-hmm. and, and following you know when you look at some of the best poker players in the world they play hands to most average people don't make sense but it's all about numbers for them. It's not about it making sense to the to the amateur. Well, you know, I, I think you're 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 right. And by the way, everybody, if you just came in, I'm speaking with Master Forex Trader uh, Courtney Logan, uh, what your, your company? Uh, give me the name of your company, there. Yes, yeah, RFX. RFX. RFX Academy. Yeah. RFX Academy. And uh, if you could please hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. And uh, also, I <clears throat> I want to go ahead and mention uh, as we're going on with this dialogue that Courtney is uh, a partner with the Black Business School, and he's hosting a free uh, Forex trading event uh, on the on September 2nd. Uh, and uh, you can actually get access to join this free event. Uh, it starts at 8 p.m., uh, and uh, and you can go to boycewalkins.com, my website. I put the link right there at the top. So anybody who has an interest in Forex in terms of getting involved, uh, Courtney's doing his event for free, and you can join us on September 2nd uh, for that event. Uh, just go to boyswalkers.com. I'll put the link right there to make it easy for you. So, so let me, <clears throat> so let's, let's, let's go down that rabbit hole further in terms of uh, that correlation between, uh, between um, uh, poker players and, and traders. <clears throat> and I, and I'd heard that too, that a lot of wall street firms started recruiting the best poker players. Absolutely. Because poker players have a, um, a very strong ability to, uh, to maximize their gains and minimize their losses. That's exactly you know, right. They know when to hold them. They know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. That's where it comes. From. So, so I'd be curious to get your take on this in terms of of, of that difference. Digging deeper into that uh, difference between uh, a a mediocre trader, a good trader, and a great trader. Uh, what have you seen in your experience? Oh, I mean, I mean, so it it, it really you know, what what I've learned over time is um, education is a piece of the puzzle. Right. Um, of course, knowledge without knowledge, you're, you're doomed to failure regardless. Um, but but to take it a step further for proficiency. Right. The knowledge is just a baseline um, of understanding. It's one thing to know to play, you know, deuce jack offsuit or to fold that. That is one thing to know that. But then it's another thing to actually do that. Um, and, and, and what I've, what I've seen over time is I've seen people who have a great grasp of the information from a trading perspective. Um, they've had some great education. Um, they understand the do's and the don'ts. Um, but what it comes down to is discipline. And, and I tell people discipline is, is not knowledge. Um, discipline is about what you do when nobody's looking, right? Um, it's one thing to do it when somebody's standing over your shoulder, but when you're by yourself and you're looking at the screen and you're making a decision, right? Do you, do you make the right decision because it's the right decision or do you fluff it? 
right? And give yourself extra leeway that your rules don't allow for. Um, what I've learned is the, the professional trader doesn't compromise the type of things that the amateur trader compromises. They don't, they don't compromise their rules. They don't compromise their discipline. They don't compromise their risk management. You know, they, they understand whether or not they're sharp or not when they show up. And, and if they're not, they don't trade. They, they understand that there has to be parameters on losses um, as far as, you know, how much percentage of am I going to lose? How much, you know, if, if I lose so many trades, I'm done for the day. Um, and, and they don't compromise that line. They don't they don't they don't play in the gray area and give themselves extra flexibility when they're wrong. And, and, and that's typically where it happens at. Um, you get traders who can make good trading decisions and they will they will cut the winners. Right. Because they're so excited about winning because they're so psychologically distraught about the losing streaks that they had. They just want to walk away and say, I want to trade. Right. Mm. They just want to be in a position where they say, you know what? I got one. It wasn't about the amount. It wasn't about the P&L. It wasn't about the past, you know, couple of days of losses. It was just the fact that they wanted to be able to look in the mirror and say, I won, I won one and I got one. Right. So, um, you know, I, I think to, to break through through that. Right. The discipline is 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 the important key. Right. That separates the amateur from the professional. Right. They know the same, they know the same thing, but it's about performance. Mm -hmm. Can you perform when it's tough? Can you perform when you when you're when you're down, right? When mm -hmm. it, when when you're negative, can you still perform? I, I know you, I hear you talk about this in the stock market all the time. It's like when it's red, we're buying. Well, that's 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 psychologically different for a lot of people. That that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't resonate to people. It just it just doesn't make sense. But it's true. Mm -hmm. When it's red, we're buying, right? Mm -hmm. So um, it's it's just getting people to the point where. Um, where, where, where the their traditional thoughts about life really don't cross apply to the trading world, right? Because mm -hmm. this thing is very rational and you can't control it. But the one thing we can control is ourselves. And I tell mm -hmm. my traders all the time, the, the trading plan is not for the market. The trading plan is for you to be this. The trading plan is for you. The trading mm -hmm. plan is to tell you when to start. It's, it's to tell you. The market is always going. It's to tell you when to get in, when, when you get out. It is, it, is, it is a set of rules to govern your behavior. It has nothing to do with the market's behavior, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I think that that separation, I think that separation is important um, because, you know, a lot of people are, are chasing the market. And I, I'm sure you, you, you see that on the stock side, too. They're just chasing, 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 right, yeah. instead of chasing themselves, and putting themselves in position to actually flow with the market. And, and that's the type of work that we, we, we kind of work on. You know, there's, there's a big psychological aspect of all of this um, that is beyond knowledge, right? And, and that it really, really helps with performance. And, and, and that's one thing too, that, that I've seen over time, a lot of people, you know, um, psychology is kind of like the throwaway topic, right? It's kind of like, okay, you know, let me give you the psychology stuff. You know, I'll get that to you for free. And then, the, you know, the chart stuff, I'll, I'll make you pay for it. One of the biggest schools in my academy is, is, is a school of the mind, which is, psychi which is psychology. Um, because the reality is once you get the information, what will you do with it? More importantly, since you're wired to lose psychologically, we have fight and flight tendencies that most people don't even know about. Um, and, and, and our fear response is, is almost immediate and unconscious. And if you don't know these things are against you already and you're not trained for that, right? You talked about being a professional. Professionals are trained to handle mental stress. 
um, trader, the, the professional traders train to handle mental stress. Some of it is because they've been through it. Some of it is because they have training. Um, it, it's so important to be able to understand you know, what to do, when to do, more importantly, under stress. That's why military trader training is so important. That's, mm -hmm. why, that's why they, they make them crawl while they're shooting because they need to understand, yeah, it's easy to crawl. That's one, one, to be able to crawl and jump over the wall is one thing. To be able to do that with gear on your back is another thing. To be able to do it with gear, to be able to crawl with gear on your back while gunshots are, are all around you and your life is at danger is a completely different thing. It's mm. not the same thing. It's completely different. Yeah, you're crawling, right? But now you're worried about your life. Mm. Wow. It's different. It's completely different. And, and so, so we, that dichotomy is so important because that's what we see with traders with the demo account, with the practice money, the paper account, right? They don't have any gear on their back. The, the, mm -hmm. the shots are not real, right? The, the, there's no gunshots, right? Or you know they're fake bullets, right? But when you get into the live market, now you got a pack on your back. You got a drill sergeant with a foot on your back. You, you, got, you got real gunshots up. So if you stand up too early, you might get knocked off, right? It's really war. Um, and a lot of people really, really come into the market thinking this is a party when it's really war and they're not prepared. They're just not. These banks don't care about you. They're looking for their next yacht. And they want to use your money in order to pay for it. They don't want to pay for it. They want you to pay for it. The American way, right? They're looking for the bonus money. And that's coming from you. Um, and, and we're just trying to get people to understand it don't have to be them. Mm. It, it just doesn't. If, if you wow. put the work in and you understand what you're doing, it doesn't have to be you. If you can get your emotions under check, um, it doesn't have to be you. And, and, and Dr. Boyce, I tell people all the time, a lot of people have lost their trading before they ever open their computer, before they open their phones or their tablets, because they weren't psychologically ready to even do this in the first place. They they had already lost um, because they, they were against themselves and they didn't know it. Mm, wow. Well, everybody, I'm speaking with Courtney Logan, uh, CEO and founder of RFX Academy. And uh, if you could do one, uh, do us a quick favor, hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, and uh, let us know. Like, give me a guess in the chat if you've ever thought about Forex, uh, if you know much about Forex. I'm going to ask Courtney in a second to tell us about the Forex market for those who are new. And uh, also, uh, Courtney is doing a free training event with the Black Business School. Uh, we are partnering together, um, uh, and it will be on September 2nd at 8 p.m. And uh, you can actually get the link to join by going to voicewalkins.com. So go to voicewalkins.com. The link's right there at the top. You can register, it won't cost you a nickel, and uh, you can sit and kick game with this brother for a very long time. And uh, and believe me, he wouldn't be here if he didn't know what he was doing. He's, he's very good at what he does. Uh, I called him the king of Forex at the beginning of the of the discussion, and, and, uh -huh. I, and I stand on that. Uh, so so let's um let let's jump into this a little bit. Um, let, let, so so I, I think a question a lot of people would ask is you know why Forex? Yeah, um, tell us about the Forex market. Why uh, you have such an interest in it? You know, because you could have you, you could have dove into a lot of areas. You could have yeah. dove, you could have gotten into multifamily. You could have got into you know uh, stocks. You could have got into entrepreneurship. But you chose forex. What led you to fall in love with forex? I I, I don't know if I, I okay. I love it now, but I'm not gonna say I fell in love with it. <laughs> I hated this stuff. <laughs> so so I I stumble. I, I like to tell people. So when when I started, when I learned about the market, as I was chief legal officer for a company. And uh, it was a military law enforcement technology company. And my buddy was like, hey, Bo, hey, bro, like, like, just give me $200. I'll sign you up for this company. You can put your money in auto trade. I know you're busy. You ain't got to do nothing. That's what he told me. You ain't got to do nothing. I said, okay, well, 
well, let me see yours. Like, show me, <laughs> show me yours. Yeah. Working so well. He's like, he's like, and, and then one day he caught me. He was like, you know what? I'm going to pay for your membership fee. I'll pay for it. And that level of conviction was enough for me to sign up myself. He sent me money. He sent me money like via Walmart. Like some, I had to go pick the money up at Walmart and something he had told me. And I never went and got it because I didn't need the money. Um, but his level of conviction was enough to move me to sign up for the company. Um, and, and I did. And, and um, I was fascinated by markets, man. I just um, I had never seen money move so fast in my entire life. And I think for the regular late person who's used to working um, any type of job, um, we're used to. You work the job, you put the hours in, you clock them. Every two weeks, you get a check. You know, you clock some more hours, you get a check. And, and, and that's the kind of routine that we've, we've got used to. Um, but when I see somebody make $30,000 in 30 minutes, it changed my entire perspective of, of what money could be, right? Um, because now, you know, my quarter million dollar salary, I'm like, okay, um, <laughs> how many hours would it have took him? You know, I'm, 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 so, I'm so irrational at that point. Like, it's all new to me. I'm like, okay, so you're telling me in these many minutes I could have made all of my money for the entire year. In these you, you remind me of the first time uh, uh, I, my first girlfriend when she showed me things I didn't know existed. <laughs> but so, so for me, it, it wasn't the idea that I could, it was the idea that it was possible, not that I could do it. Maybe I could, maybe I couldn't. It was the idea that it was possible and nobody had ever told me that it was possible. I didn't have an under, I had made it through all these levels of education, high school, undergrad, law school. I had never heard of the foreign exchange market ever. You know, we, we hear about the Dow Jones. We hear about the S&P. I had never heard about the currency markets. And for the currency markets to be the largest liquid, most liquid financial market in the entire world, it has more money moving every single day than any other market. In fact, I got a slide that shows that it dwarfs all of the stock markets around the world put together. I'm talking about like by like 10x, but easy, right? Mm -hmm. So so to know that a market is moving around us in that capacity, more importantly, that we can benefit from that movement, and nobody had never told me. I felt like somebody, so I, I felt that was intentional. It had to be intentional. Why could mm -hmm. I hear about all this other stuff and not hear about this? Like mm -hmm. like why 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 could I hear all of the news about all the killings and the murders and the robberies, but not hear about this? I can hear about all the politics, um, but never hear about this. And this is what I understood. And I understood it very quickly, right? It was a game that the big boys was playing, and they hope we never found out about it. Mm -hmm. See, see, because one thing that I understood was if you step into the wrong rooms, they'll close those rooms. If they can't, <laughs> if you if, yeah. if you if you peek into the wrong room and you figure out freedom is that way. And they can close the room. They'll just close it. They'll say, you know what? Hey, we tried, guys. We ran it longer we can. But you, we got to close that loophole over there because the wrong people are figuring out that they can do it over there. But see, what I figured out real quick was they couldn't close this room. It's so big they can't close the room. <laughs> now, now they ain't gonna let us get all of it. They know they ain't gonna get us get all of it. But the reality is, even if I gotta stand in the corner, nice and proud with my chest out. I'm happy to stand in my corner and take my piece. Yes. Right? So, yes. And, and because the reality is when you find your way to the right rooms that they are attached to, whoever they are, I'll let everybody make their own exceptions. So I'll, make their, I'll let, I'll let y'all do that. That's the lawyer in me. If, if you find your way into the right rooms, when it, when they, if they could close it or if they would close it, it will hurt them too. They will never close it. 
they're just fine with a small fraction of people being in the room with them. Yeah. They don't want everybody to know. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean money can move this fast and, you know, $600 can just show up, you know, out of no, what do you mean? Legally? Come yeah. on, legally? So, so that, in, in my opinion, um, um, let me down this journey of, of education and understanding. It was like, okay, the company was good for what it was. It made me aware if it didn't exist, I would know I would be still trapped into the thing that I was doing, which was law, which was phenomenal. I had a great run, great career. I'll use that skill set every single day in what I do now. What, um, kind, of, what kind of lawyer were you? So um, when, I, when I left, I was a corporate lawyer, but I had been a prosecutor. Um, you know, I had been a corporate attorney. I had done all types of corporate work, um, defending companies and those types of things, did some plaintiff work. And, and like I said, when I stopped, I was, was representing the company um, and, and, and almost, almost a judge. You know, I, I was on my way to, to a judgeship. Um, so, and, and that's what I thought that I wanted. You know, that was the pinnacle for me until I figured out that this existed. And then I, I was like, oh, well, well, no, I don't want to. I, I, that would have been great, but you know what? Guess what? <laughs> I don't want to, I want to sit there every day. I want to, I want to be free. I want to do this. I want to do this every single day. So, um, um, now, now, you know, sitting here, I, I've, I've, um, you know, been through some professional trainings. Um, I've studied a lot. Um, been very blessed to train people all around the world. Um, have a really, really, um, a phenomenal team that works alongside of me. Um, I hold series licenses. So I have a series 34, um, I have a series three and I'm licensed by the um, the Commodity Futures Trading Commission um, as a as a commodity trading advisor. So I'm a CTA and there are only there are less than fourteen hundred CTAs in the entire country. Um, for, for me, I, I think it's all, all really, really like the law in me. Um, I met a lot of people that trade. I, I met a lot of traders that are really good. There are a lot of traders that are really, really good. But for me, when I thought about my legacy in this, when I talked about tr in, in this, I mean, trading, um, I wanted the credentials to go next to my name. Um, mm. I wanted to I, I wanted I wanted to take it just a step further. So it wasn't like a guy behind the computer that's talking about trading. You know, I wanted people to understand that, yeah, I am a trader. And yes, that, that does not discredit anybody else that out there that does trade, because there's a lot of people on my team that trade that have no licenses. I have a lot of friends that trade that have no licenses. But for me, when I wanted to submit, when I'm thinking about submitting my legacy in this, because this is life for me now, I didn't do anything else. This is life. Um, I wanted those credentials next to my name. I, I, I am now Courtney Logan Esquire comma CTA. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and that was a really, really big goal for me to, to reach because I needed two licenses in order to do it. In order to be a Forex CTA, you need the Series 3 and the Series 34. Um, and I studied my butt off and I failed. I, I, I passed the 34. Um, I studied for that one. And, and it's all since I, we had our last interview, Dr. Boys. I didn't have any of those licenses since we um, the last time we spoke. I had none of them. Um, but I just woke up one day and I told my wife, um, I heard Dr. Myron Golan say, he said, whenever your teacher stops learning, he can never be your teacher again. Mm. Very impactful. It, it was very powerful. <clears throat> me. And wow. I was like, you know what? I have, I, I fell, I've fallen asleep at the wheel. I've become complacent in my gift and I'm really good at what I do, but that's still not enough, right? It's, mm. it's still not enough because I'm trying to inspire a generation of younger traders who's coming up that's teaching who's coming up that want to be mentors and I'm trying to set a standard of excellence for them. And more importantly, I'm a black man. Mm. Right. And I've never met a CTA. I know they exist out there. There is a number of them, but I've never met one personally in this space. And I wanted to make sure that everybody that came behind me can never say that ever again. 
Um, and, and that was that was the point of it. You know, so now I can actually, you know, once I register with, with the NFA, I can potentially manage funds. You know, I, there's a lot of opportunity for me. But all I want to do is teach. I want to help and I want to inspire people. So you said why Forex? Um, I, I look at Forex now um, as as a as a starting point for a lot of people's trading careers because the barrier of entry is lower. What do I mean by that? Well, there's a pattern day trading rule in the stock market, right? You need $25,000 to trade stocks, right? There's opportunities, of course, where you can trade lower amounts, but a lot of us, we don't have that type of capital to start. You know, I, I can start a four, you can fund a Forex account with 50 bucks, mm. 40 bucks, hundred bucks, right? So, so, so for me, the barrier entry is so low, it allows me to help people with their financial literacy. I look at it as an opportunity to not teach people just trading, but also financial literacy, because I didn't know this market existed in the way that it did. I didn't understand. I didn't understand what the Federal Reserve was and you know what Jackson Hole was and interest rates. And, and these things affect us every single day. You go to the grocery store. Why is the bread so high? You should know that. Go to the gas pump. Why is the gas so high? We, we should know that there's a level of awareness that we should have. We got 401ks. We should know what they're doing with our money. Mm. We should know. We should, and more importantly, we should want to know, right? We're good. So, so regardless if somebody signs up for my class or not, at least hopefully tonight and on the, on the, on the webinar on 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 um, on Friday, we can help bring some awareness so our people can wake up, so they can start wanting to know about the things that are important. And this is important. It is very very important because it's happening all your all around you, and it's time for us to stop allowing people to talk over our heads and get educated. There you go. Well, everybody who's listening, um, I, I know I know y'all enjoying this conversation because I, I see your comments in the chat. I'm speaking with Courtney Logan, the CEO and founder of RFX Academy. And Courtney is going to join us in the Black Business School on uh, September 2nd. And he's going to do a free event on Forex, on getting started. And if you'd like to join, <clears throat> uh, you can go to voicewalkings.com. I'll put the link right there at the top. Uh, so just go to my website and you'll find the link where you can register. Everybody go register now. Uh, in fact, give me a yes to the chat if you plan to attend. Uh, I'd like to just get a sense of um, uh, he's very persuasive and very good at what he does. And uh, also, I'm inspired by what he's saying. And let, let me tell you a couple of things I noticed. I, I, when I, whenever I'm looking away and I'm writing, <clears throat> I'm taking notes on what's being said on, on just thoughts that I have. And um, and so uh, a couple of things I picked up on was I, when I was listening to you was you, you were talking about. Uh, something that Dr. Claude Anderson refers to a lot in Poweronomics, which is a book everybody should have. Poweronomics.com is where all his books are, in case y'all don't know. And he talks about capitalism just being competitive. And uh, part of that competition, it's like Game of Thrones. It's not just competitive, but if you lose the competition, it can become very oppressive. And uh, and what you were referring to earlier when you were talking about how they have the, the secret back rooms where the big money's being made, where people are making you know more money in a week than you make in a lifetime, and they're doing it without working at all, they don't want a lot of us in those rooms. Oh. And uh, and so what, one of the things I thought about was uh, recently you you've seen pushback against things like quiet quitting. I don't know if you heard about that phenomenon, the quiet quitting phenomenon, where a lot of workers are, are just kind oh, of yeah. quitting their job without actually quitting. And, and so so it's funny because now all the billionaires, you know, Ariana Huffington and everybody else is stepping out saying. Saying that that's unethical. You're, that's un-American. If, if you know if you don't want to go to go to work every day, then something's wrong with you. Now, mind you, these people don't go to work every day like like we do. They right. don't work for a salary. They they own the company, right? But so they're kind of freaking out. Like, whoa, wait a minute. People are waking up and out of number. 
right? They're, they're, they're getting hip to the hustle. Yeah. And they're saying, hey, we want to make money the way you're making money. So to me, I think it's important that awareness you talk about is important because if you are aware, then you are prepared to compete, right? You, you're aware that of, of how this system works and, and, and why nobody ever really told you about things like this. They only told you, okay, you go to school, you know, get, go deep in debt, then you go get you a good job. And if, if you work hard, you can get the best job. So <clears throat> that's the first thing I, I noticed about, about you uh, is that you're competitive and also you are, you are a winner. You are a person that likes to win and accomplish. And I, I heard you when you said, I wanted to have those letters behind my name. Yeah. You were the national debate champion. You weren't like, you know, the city champion. You were the national champion. So <laughs> I, I, I want to know about that part of, of who you are in terms of where does that come from? You know, does that come from your father, your mother, your, your, your family culture? What is it about that? Because because I, I, I love that. That's black excellence right now. In case y'all don't know what that is, that's black excellence. So tell us about that. So I, I think um, a, a lot of it is just derived from from where I come from, you know, and um, my, my upbringing shaped who, who I am, to be quite honest. It was tough, um, you know, and I, you know, I try I try to stay away from the rags to riches story. Um, but I, I know a lot of us can re- resonate with the struggle. We all have them. Um, in, in our various ways. My, my mom was a drug addict. My dad was an alcoholic. You know, I've been through foster care. One of my brothers was murdered, shot 13 times, li- found lying dead under his truck. Um, you know, and I've been through a DEA drug raid. You know, I tell people I'm from the bottom of the barrel where the drugs got mixed, but at the same token, um, out of that, diamonds are formed. Um, and, and that's where I got my resilience. So it's, it's like a lot of people say, well, if, if you go back, what would you change? I wouldn't change any moment um, because because every long walk home at night, um, every time the lights got cut off, um, it, it just built it built my my my, my perseverance and my resilience. And now um, I look at life literally as 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 my chessboard. Um, I'm able to do anything I put my mind to. That's why I could be a lawyer one day and the next day be a lobbyist and the next day be a chief legal officer and the next day be a CTA because um, I tap into the I am. You know, is to say you know who who Peter who you say I am. I'm the great I am. You know, um, I'm not a thing. And I think a lot of us in life, we relegate our, our we relegate ourselves and we derive our value from what we do. It's not who you are. Who you are is whoever you want to be. And and I just take that. I've taken that approach to life. It's like, who do I want to be today? One day I wanted to be the best lawyer in the world. So I went out and I worked and I networked and I got awards. And 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 one day before that, I want to be the best computer person in the world. So they created a school. They created a class for me that was just for me in high school because I wanted to do computers. And that was the only thing I had my mind set on. And now I, I have a vision to train and teach the world um, financial literacy through, through, through the power of the foreign exchange market and currencies. Um, and, and that's exactly what I'm going to do until I decide that's not what I want to do anymore. And, and so, so for me, it started at a very, very early age. I made a decision, um, that I was going to take this life and I was going to drag it with me mm-hmm. and, and my dreams were going to have to catch up with me. And I tell people now my, my dreams are chasing me at this point. Um, and, and I keep telling them, Hey, you need to keep up, right? Because I'm checking them off the list because I wake up every single day with intentionality that that's exactly what I'm going to do. And there is nothing that's going to stand in my way. Um, I got a loving wife supporting me. I got two beautiful children that, that, that I do it for. Um, and I, and I tell people, you know, people say, what, what is your, why, what keeps you going? What, what motivates you? I said, I do this for my grandkids, grandkids that will bear my name, but I'll never see their face. Right. We mm-hmm. have to get outside of the fact that we, we got to find a way to get out of survival mode for one. I've been there. We, we have to get to a place where we're sustainable self-sufficiency. That's two. And then we have to really create real wealth. 
and and that wealth has to be bigger than can we can we pay for the car can we pay for the house we have to that's survival we need to be able to do that we want to help you do that so you can really really tap into what god has created you to be and um you can really really tap into that creative sense that's inside of you um because a lot of people working jobs they don't want to be there they do it because they have to more importantly they believe they have to they, they don't know that the t-shirt guy is making a hundred thousand dollars a year they don't know they don't know that the soap lady is making two hundred thousand dollars a year because they're afraid because they've been conditioned to be afraid there's it's, it's time to not be afraid anymore it's time to find alternative ways in order to sustain ourselves to ensure that we can live our quote-unquote best life because it does exist. Mm. Wow. Uh, you know, I don't know if everybody's as inspired by what Courtney's saying as I am. I, I think that this is, um, you know, it's Black excellence, you know. I mean, you know, this uh, the things that, <clears throat> you know, sometimes people, people feel sorry for you when you go through traumatic experiences. Uh, but there is a, there is a, if you use it the right way, you know, there, there, there is a bright side to that. You know, and, and I, I try to say this, you know, my wife, I, I love my wife. And, and I like the, the way you shouted out your wife, by the way, because I want all the real men in here to really understand the importance of having that that good, solid family and everything, how critical that is to your success. But here's the thing. Um, you know, my wife is a social worker. Right. So so we'll oh, talk about wait, say it again. My wife's a social worker as well. Oh, you lying. I'm not playing. <laughs> I think I think us traumatized black boys need a social worker to kind of help Straight us up. work through this stuff. Yeah, man. And um and, and I'm gonna tell you, it's funny because we'll talk about things I went through. You know, I had a very tough father. Um, he also overcame a drug problem. He made a decision to walk away from heroin and all that and uh became, you know, a, an inspirational figure for me, but he was also a very tough man. You know, he was a veteran, he was a cop, he, you know, just there was a lot of you know tough. Uh, a lot of tough love, you know, maybe a little bit too much at times. And yeah. and I would I would tell that to my wife and she would feel so sorry for me, you know, like all oh, that, the trauma, this is the trauma. And I, I was like, yeah, I get it. I'm, I'm, I am traumatized, triggered all the whole, like I check every box on the, on the trauma scale. But I said, you know, there, but there's a, there's a silver lining to that, that Absolutely. those tough experiences, you know, if you process it the right way, yep. it makes you a tough person. It, it and, you know, so so she said, you know, I, I sometimes feel sorry for people that go through what you went through. I said, honestly, I feel sorry for people who didn't go through nothing. That's good. You know, I feel sorry for the people who had everything handed to them. Everything was easy because life ain't like that. You know, <laughs> life is not easy. It ain't, folks don't feel sorry for you. None of that. So I, I think that, you know, it, it's really a matter of like, say, whatever lemons God gave you. You can make lemonade. You just might need to pick the right flavor. The right you might need to add you you might need to add more sugar than I do, or whatever it takes. But at the end of the day, there is something that, that positive that can come out of that if you process it the right way. So so before uh, I, I ask you that last question, brother, I want everybody to know I'm speaking with Mr. Courtney Logan. He is the CEO and founder of RFX Academy. Uh, Courtney is going to join us in the Black Business School on September 2nd for a free forex training event. Uh, you are all welcome. Everybody listening is welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I'm going to send this link right through now in the chat, but also it's at voicewalkins.com right at the top of the page. So you can either click it right there in the chat or you can just go to voicewalkins.com and get access to the link. And uh, Courtney's going to light it up then. But I, I have to ask you this question. And, um, and actually, it has to do with traders versus scammers. You okay. know, there's so much. Uh, there's so there's a lot of scamming I notice in uh, online when it comes yeah. to crypto and forex. Those are two right. big areas for whatever reason. 
And uh, and actually, as I before I even move on, I want to tell everybody. Literally, I kid you not, Courtney. While I was talking to you, I got a text from a brother who said, "Did you send me this message on TikTok?" And there's a fake Boyce Watkins account. There's thousands of them out there. I mean, I mean, so many we can't take them all out. You know, this guy is writing. I'm reading his long email, and he's pretending to be me. And he sounds almost like me. He's like, "Hey, brother, I just want you to know about da 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 And uh, and it's not me, right? And and I and I have to repeat this on my podcast as much as possible because I I've run into people who've lost two or three thousand dollars from people. They're like, "You signed me up for you got me to do blah." blah. I'm like, "I don't even know what you're talking about." You know. So so can you help uh, maybe give some guidelines or thoughts in terms of your experience on the difference between uh, the legitimate. Uh, trading platforms versus all these scammers and spammers that are out here. No, it, you can know. Yeah, it, it's tough. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I think um, you know it's 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 a lot easier to um, partner. Like we're partnering here. You know where where I'm speaking directly to your audience. You know they trust you. You vetted me. You know what I mean. Like I, I think you know take taking that route um, helps to. Um, kind of filter through the noise, I, I would say, um, but it's tough. It, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say that there's a rhyme or reason because the reality is, you know, screenshots can be faked. Um, you know, um, you know, forex books. You know, my forex books. You, you can go in there and you can change numbers. You can change. You know, you got people who own brokers and and they do certain things with the brokers to make it seem like they got accounts that are not real um, and to show numbers in order to entice people to buy. Um, you know, we, 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 we just leave with value, you know, and, and, and I, I think that's, that's what I appreciate, appreciate about you and what we do here. Um, we, we leave with value and we leave with results and, and testimonials from real people. And, but, but I will tell you, it's, it's swimming with sharks out there. There's no other way, you know, I, I can't even be like, okay, if they got this on their website, they do this and they do this because they'll fake that too. They'll fake it too. I mean, I just, I'm just being honest, man. I've seen it. I've seen it all. Like I've seen yeah. everything because we used to thought, well, well, maybe if, 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 you know, there's some, my, my Forex, you know, um, book or my FX book, you know, where you track your trades and, you know, that data, you know, tells you how a person's performing. We used to think that was the way, like, show me that. But then mm-hmm. they got videos on YouTube where you can fake that. You can go into the source mm-hmm. code on the page and you put your name up there. You put your name up there. You put the dollar amounts you want. You just search through. Then you take a screenshot of that and you send it to everybody. And now you, you're a million dollar trader. So um, the internet will always be the internet. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I think this is a, this, this, this is a buyer beware message. This is the lawyer in me for a second, not the trader. Buyer beware. Right. Do they got recommendations? Right. Do, do you, do you know somebody that has been through it already? If you don't, or are they connected to somebody you trust? Right. So, mm-hmm. so because maybe you can't trust them. That's okay. I don't need you to trust me. Right. As long as you trust him, you don't got to trust me. Right. Because he trusts me and he wouldn't put me in front of you if he didn't trust me. And, and I think for a lot of people um, in, in this day and age, that's what it's going to take to be quite honest to break through um, because there's a new program. There's a new trader starting a new company. You can buy a domain name for 99 cents. Right. And start a website um, and, and put one together if, if you're real good. You know, you'll, you'll pay a, a couple thousand dollars to get a nice one that looks really good. Um, but everything can be faked. It just is what it is. I, there's no other way to say it. So um, um, that, that, that's, that's what I'll say. I, I think you, you, you go to people you trust that you know, that you follow. Look at who they recommend, you know, or, or you go to family members that has been through it before and figure out what they did. 
right? And look at the track records in the history um, of, of the people that you're working with, you know, and I, I think that's just the best way. But to, to say that there is some rhyme, reason, or formula to do that um, would be asinine because they're coming mm -hmm. up with more creative ways to scam people every single freaking day. I got those pages out there that I'm trying to get rid of too. And it's just like, you, mm -hmm. get, to, you get to a part, you, <laughs> you, 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 you get to a point you know, you get to a point where you say you throw your hands up and say, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you can't <clears throat> you can't stop everything. So you know what what a couple things I, I I try to do is now I, I just decided every time I do a podcast, I'm gonna do a quick little PSA, you know, yeah. let everybody know. And I put the it's sisters, really me, like hey, it's really me, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I put the I, I put the sister's quote up there who said that she was actually engaged in the conversation with a fake voice in her inbox. Wow. And then I made the announcement and she said that that's when she stopped talking to the guy. So that, that made me feel better. It made me feel like, okay, this is working, you know? Um, and, uh, and, and I also, I, I tell everybody, look, I, I'm not going to inbox you. I, 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 I ain't got time to inbox people, you know? So if I message you and say inbox me, you know, or, or we're talking on inbox, that ain't, that, that, that probably ain't me. And if it is, if you think it's me, then just say, okay, let, I need to have a face-to-face -face zoom meeting with you yeah. so that I can hear the words coming out of your mouth to know that it's you. Uh, and little things like that, you know, so I, I don't want anybody to get hurt. So I got I'd like to bring that up just because um, it's important to make sure we we do everything on the up and up. So um, <clears throat> so uh, so so before we head out, I want everybody uh, to give a digital thank you and a digital round of applause to this brother, Courtney Logan. Courtney Logan is the CEO and founder of RFX Academy, uh, King Forex. That's what we're going to call him now. And he is coming into the black business school. He's doing a free Forex trading event on September 2nd at 8 p.m. Uh, if you go to boycewalkins.com, you can find the link there. It's right there at the top if you want to join us. And also, um, I'm going to put this link in the chat as well. <clears throat> so you have two sources. You got the link in the chat, and you can go to my website, boycewalkins.com. So if everybody can hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe before you head out. And I want to say thank you, Courtney, brother. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, man. Oh, my pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. For sure. And, and, I'm, and I'm coming to St. Louis, man. Now, did you say East St. Louis? That's where I'm from. Yeah, St. Louis is... I fly in and out of St. Louis, but I'm from East St. Louis, which is on the Illinois side of the river. Oh, uh, so, so we're in the same state then. I yeah, you, yeah, you're right up the road, man. Oh, man. Well, then I ain't got no excuse now. So I, I'm coming <laughs> through, man. And I still want to sit in that magic video game chair you got with the, <laughs> the oh, yeah. yeah, I got you. I got you covered. <laughs> yeah, real. well, I can't wait, man. I can't figure wait. That, we'll figure that out for you. Yeah, I feel like I'm on the Artemis ship going to Mars or something. So, <laughs> so, so everybody, please have a great night. And uh, and also, uh, just uh, feel free to go to boyswalkers.com, look at some of the other stuff we have going on. The Stock Market Decoded is tomorrow night as well. So uh, feel free to hang out with us in the Black Business School. We got you. When it comes to black wealth, we got you. We got you. We got you 100% all the time. So we love you guys. God bless you. Thank you again, Courtney. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you soon. Take care now. Peace.